just really loving the CDs. Thanks, Sheldon. That was, again, Flavio Gomares and Neto Rockefeller off their CD soundtracks. Standing by to join us is Karan Krishnan, who's calling in to talk about why we might feel so funky. Maybe it's our gut trying to tell us something. Good morning, Karan. Good morning. How are you? Good. I had to laugh when I said, don't worry, I won't throw you any curveballs. You're like, I love curveballs. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm, uh, you know, I'm uh, a patient hitter, so okay, good. I can watch, watch it break and, um, and give you the right response. All right. Uh, so probiotics, kind of confusing for some people. You know, you read the label and you don't really know the bifidus, bofidus, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, whatever it is, uh, <laughs> saccharomyces. You don't really know what in the world you're taking. Yeah, and the, here's the scary part about it is a lot of the companies that make probiotic products, they don't actually know what they're putting in it. Uh, there was a 2015 study done by uh, University of California, San Diego, published in the Journal of Nature, which is the, the number one uh, scientific journal in the world, they tested 16 different probiotic products from health food stores and online. They did what we call DNA analysis on the strains, and that's doing a full genome sequencing of the strains to figure mm-hmm. out which bacteria are actually in the product. Okay. And out of 16 products that they tested, only one matched what the label had claimed. That's terrible. So, isn't that crazy? Yeah. So 15 out of 16 products had completely different bacteria in the capsule than what was actually claimed in the label. Oh. So, in fact, m- nobody really knows no, <laughs> you know, what's see. going on and <laughs> what's actually good for you. You know, the other problem is the types of claims that, that companies make on probiotics. Um, you know, the, for the most part, they're kind of competing against each other by saying, we have more strains, we have higher concentration at all. 50 billion, 100 billion, 200 billion. Mm-hmm. And when you start digging into the research as I have as a microbiologist, none of that is scientifically validated. That's you so know, there's no, nothing that shows that 200 billion is better than 50 billion. I and heard, so. I, I heard, excuse me, I heard that, um, you know, you can take, at first, when I first saw this bottle and someone was saying to me, oh, take 30 billion, I was thinking, 30 billion what in my stomach? Mm-hmm. Of what? And, you know, and then I heard, oh, well, some of it dies off. And then if the stuff gets hot, doesn't it die anyway? I mean, I, there's so much unanswered questions here. Absolutely, yeah. You know, so when I approached the probiotic market about 10 years ago, from a scientific perspective, the first thing I did was I went to a store and I said, what are your best probiotics? Mm-hmm. And, and they would always point me to the stuff in the refrigerator, right? Um, they would say, those are the best. They're preserved, they're kept alive, and they're refrigerated, and temperature controlled and all that. And I said, okay, so they're not sitting on the shelf because on the shelf they would die. And so you have to right. put them in the refrigerator. Yes. And they would say, yeah. And I'd say, well, you know, the stomach is 98 degrees and a pH of 1. And, you know, the acid in the stomach is so strong oh. it can burn off your skin on your fingertips. Yes. You know, if you happen to touch it, how does it survive that if it can't sit at this balmy 70 degrees at the, at the store shelf? Great question. And nobody yeah. could answer it. You know, they had no answer. Unbelievable. And, and that's really what got me into studying this stuff and say, okay, what is a real probiotic? You know, and does any of this stuff make sense that's, that's being sold out there? Yes. It's really interesting. My uh, younger daughter has had leaky gut. Um, it all mm-hmm. stemmed from a lot of antibiotics as a child, a lot of ear infections. I didn't know there was a dairy allergy. There's a whole long story I won't get into, but... Um, yep. Some people don't really know what leaky gut is. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, and in fact, um, there are some uh, large-scale studies, review studies that have 
characterized leaky gut as the number one cause of morbidity and mortality worldwide. And so it's Yikes. the most prevalent, um, you know, health condition that yeah. most people don't really know about. And, and what it is, there's literally holes in your intestinal lining. Right. And that intestinal lining is the true lining that separates the inside of your body from the outside world. Mm-hmm. So all of this stuff that's coming in through your digestive tract, you know, food and chemicals and liquids and all these things are separated from your blood system by this one cell thick layer of lining called the intestinal epithelial cells. And when you have um, a disruptive bacteria flora within your gut, Mm -hmm. when you don't have the right kind of mucus layer to protect your body, you end up with literally holes in there. And so every time you eat or drink something, toxins from the food sources from your own microbes in your gut leak through that lining into your blood system, and you can actually measure it in your blood as a dramatic increase in toxicity every time, let's say, you ate food. Okay, wait, excuse me me one second, Karan. So is this why some people have autoimmune issues? Because Absolutely, yeah. Ah. That's what's driving the autoimmune system. So so autoimmune is basically your body attacking itself, right? Yes. And, And the way leaky gut, in short, the way leaky gut creates that is leaky gut leads to something called chronic low-grade inflammation. So it's causing inflammation all over your body, in all the different parts of your body, um, completely distal or away from the gut, and that inflammation is chronically activating your immune system. And when your immune system is chronically activated, and it's the first line of defense of your immune system, it's called the innate immune system. Now, that part of the immune system is more, um, you know, just kind of aggressive, it's not very calculated. It doesn't really distinguish between bad and good cells and bacteria. It's there as a first line of defense just to stop things, right? right. But because we're in this chronic inflammatory state, that part of the immune system is always activated, so it ends up accidentally attacking your own cells. Yes. And once it accidentally attacks your own cells, it causes this big cascade of immune issues where you're chronically attacking those same cells. And that could be in your joints. It could be on your heart. It could be your own immune cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's over 100 different immune, um, autoimmune conditions that have now been identified, but all are driven by the same mechanism. They all start the same way. Yeah. Now, uh, as far as leaky gut, I mentioned antibiotics, but what are what are some ways people are getting leaky gut? Is from childhood, and then they develop different ailments. Yeah. So when when you're first born, um, your gut tends to be fairly leaky to begin with, oh. and then over the first year of your life, it starts to seal up as your intestinal cells start to uh, develop and mature and produce all the proteins it needs to actually tighten up the spaces in between the cells. So it basically goes from being completely leaky and, and pliable and permeable to um, a good, strong barrier. Okay. Now, part of what drives that improvement of the intestinal lining is the formation of good uh, flora of bacteria within the intestine. Mm-hmm. So now assume you're a child that's born, and even through the birthing process, mom uh, had to, uh, you know, undergo antibiotic treatment because of group B strep. So right away you've got one um, handicap against you in the development of your intestines. Yes. Then, you know, within the first six months you develop an ear infection, you get another course of antibiotics. 
Uh, mom's not producing enough milk, so you don't get enough of the good prebiotics and probiotics of the milk. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're C-section born, so that means you don't get all of the good bacteria from mom, um, which which uh, play the role of actually sealing up that intestine. So all these little things put together will actually create a detrimental effect where you actually don't build that good, strong barrier in the intestine. Um, and so it can start from that early on. Now, assuming you did form a good, strong barrier, you know, you could be 17 years old and then have like a bad viral infection, go through a couple of courses, antibiotics, um, have a really poor diet, a toxic environment. All of those things can decimate the good flora within your gut and then make your intestines permeable again. Amazing. I know, because I always wondered, like, is this a lifelong thing? But I know with my daughter, we took her off gluten and changed up things and gave her a great probiotic, and I saw a lot of improvement. But, uh, it, you know, it's, I think it's something you have to really keep tabs on throughout your life. You really have to, yeah, because, you know, one of the things that people just don't really think about that much is that your intestinal tract is a really complex and amazing ecology. Right. Just like your garden. You know, if you had a really amazing complex garden in your backyard, um, you know, chemical spills in the garden, poor irrigation, mm-hmm. poor watering, uh, weeds getting in there, all these things on a daily basis can get in and disrupt that ecology. Yes. And you as a gardener have to go in there on a regular basis and make sure that the good plants are being fed, the weeds are being pulled out, and so on. Mm-hmm. So you really have to think of your yourself as a gardener for your really important flora within your gut, and that's your own internal garden. You know, So we've got to do things on a regular basis to make sure we're feeding the good bacteria, we're putting the right probiotics in that act as a police in the gut, we're doing things, uh, there are a number of nutri- nu- nutritional things you can do to help seal up the gut, yes. improve the flora, so... It's really an active day-to-day thing. And, and unfortunately, our world right now is designed to be really detrimental to our gut flora. Oh, yes. You know, the, just the world we live in. Yes. You're talking about, like, if you go to a restaurant or the, even in the environment, the air we breathe, it's just everything? Absolutely. So, you know, your, your average consumer walking around in, in the Western world, whether you're in the city or the suburbs, um, you're coming across on a regular basis around 80,000 different chemicals, mm. right? And we're talking about things that are chemicals that are in your paint, all the flame retardants in your car, all the glues in your shoes, um, you know, things in your carpets, furniture, in your mattress, all of these things that you're surrounded by yes. um, are detrimental to the flora in your, in your intestinal tract. Um, and then one of the big offenders is like glyphosate, you know, the um, Roundup, the weed killer. Oh, yes. Um, it's in everything, everything, and your neighbor's using it in their lawn. You know, all the food that you're buying at the grocery store is infested with it. Um, it's so, perme- it's, it's so per- um, pervasive now that yes. you actually find it in the cord blood of newborn infants. Oh, they tend to have know. measurable levels of this toxic glyphosate uh, the first day that they're born into the earth. And we know that this glyphosate has a huge detrimental effect on the floor and your gut and then leads to all these other conditions. So, you know, we unfortunately live in a very toxic world, so we have to protect ourselves. I think you have to take steps. Like I know I eat eat organic fruits and vegetables and, uh, you know, something I've been doing for a long time. And I think you just have to not make yourself crazy, but begin to take small steps because you'll see, you know, how it affects you. 
Absolutely, and every little bit helps, you know. And that, and and what you said there is key: the small steps part of it. There's no way we're all going to move out and go live on the side of a mountain like a hermit, right? And right. and have a purest lifestyle. Yeah. That's just not realistic. But you can start, for example, with, uh, like you said, eating organic. You know, it sounds yeah. hippie-ish and new age, uh, but there's a big difference between what's on the food in organic foods versus non-organic foods. Oh, yes. um, the other part of it is, you know, getting rid of all those harsh uh, household cleaners. There was a there was a study published that showed that households that use Clorox or chlorine-based household cleaners had kids which much with much higher incidence rates of things like asthma, allergies, and even viral infection. Yeah. No, it makes a lot you of know? sense. You know, I think Absolutely. I'd like to have you back on again because we have to wrap up. So I would love to have you call back in again. You have so many great, you know, bits of information and advice, and I would love to, you know, we'll figure out another time for you to call back in. Do you have a website where people can go to <laughs> Yeah, so I have a lot of my research work. We're doing a lot of studies and all that right now. Um, they can look at thriveprobiotic.com. Uh, that's actually a probiotic that we've done a human clinical trial on with leaky gut. And we've shown that we can actually seal up the gut lining in just 30 days. And this is, this is a study that's actually going to be published in the next uh, probably month or so. Um, and there's a lot of our research and information there, but I would love to come on again. Um, and at some point, that's thriveprobiotic.com. That'd be great. You know, because the theme of my show is get the funk out. And sometimes we don't know why we feel kind of funky and we can't put our yep. finger on it, but it might be something we're eating or our environment or whatever it is. So, Karan, thank you so yeah. much for calling into the show. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Have Take a great care. day. Okay, bye-bye. That was Karan Krishnan calling in. If you missed any part of this, it will be up on my blog within an hour after I wrap. And we're going to take a little break. And then we have a few more guests, so stand by. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.